0: What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, as usual, welcome back. You know the rules, you know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know what it is that we're here to do. But if this is your first time joining us, also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Plus, we really stress destigmatizing the conversation around our mental health struggles, what we're dealing with, and encourage you to talk openly and honestly in your own life about those very things. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, we're going to talk about my gut. And I don't mean my gut in like the intuitive, like follow my instinct kind of way. No, no, we're going to talk about my actual physical gut. That's right, because I don't feel great as of late. And um, and there's a reason why, uh, and, and it's not even uh, like an emotional or a mental or a psychological, I don't feel great. It's a physical, I don't feel great. And a lot of it rests within my gut so about a year ago uh and i talked about i've talked about it sparingly here on the show um because there's uh you know i don't feel great about talking about it to be perfectly honest with you uh and 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 it's look we'll, we'll get into it as we go okay but but about a year ago um a little over a year ago in fact, uh, not this past Christmas, the Christmas before, uh, I started to get like, I started to feel really awful. Uh, went to visit family for the holidays and, and, and felt uh, dreadful. Uh, and I knew that there was something wrong. Uh, and, and when I came back, I actually had to go to the ER um, because that was the only way that I can get a doctor to see me at that point in time. So, you know, think back over the course of this show, me going to a hospital uh, during you know, heavy COVID times was not something that I was looking forward to. But I was able to go and get a referral and, and basically go and see a GI doctor, uh, you know, gastrointestinal uh, specialist. And really the only way that you can get into one of those doctors is with a referral. So going in there... had a colonoscopy last year. That was my first time doing that. That was amazing. Um, To be perfectly honest, the uh, procedure itself, whatever. It's like a 20 minutes of an outstanding nap. Uh, But the the lead up, the prep for it, that is no party. Uh, It is horrendous uh, unless you enjoy sitting on the toilet for like two days straight. Uh, If you like peeing out of your butt... Uh, then that prep is for you. Uh, But if you don't, and I don't think you do, or you will, um, then those days are not fun by any stretch. Needless to say, uh, coming out of all of that, uh, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, uh, which is like a couple steps, probably below Crohn's. It's like in the irritable bowel syndrome, family. Uh, but basically, there's there's no reason for it. There's, there's no known like cause or source of it. It kind of just happens. And then when it happens, there's no real way to make it go away. There's no cure for it. There's only treatment for it. And the treatment is basically to hope that, for the most part, you maintain... Uh, a decent amount of feeling okay uh, and and combat any sort of flare-ups that may show up at any point in time for really no apparent reason whatsoever so this this is it's not it's not it's not an amazing thing to have right it's not a positive (laughs) uplifting uh condition to have in your life, uh, frankly, it sucks, and so I've been dealing with this over the course of the past year, and uh, and and you know I, I go through like bouts, like I think anybody else does who who is in this, which is like there are times where you feel fine and you almost forget that you have anything here. And, you know, you take medication that you're supposed to take and um, and you manage, right? Like that's really it. You manage. There's no like, I feel outstanding. You're like, I feel okay. Um, and, and you try to hope for not terrible days to come in, okay? And really, uh, what it then amounts to is just like, how much am I going to poop, right? Like, how many runs to the bathroom am I going to have? Is it going to feel urgent? Is it going to feel immediate? And so, you know, it's a real struggle because it is incredibly frustrating to deal with uh, on a personal level, right? On a, on, a one, on, a, on a one-to-one, right? Like, me and me. But the added um, frustration comes in knowing that uh, it becomes problematic for other people. And they don't let you know that it does, but you feel it, right? Because um, you are completely unpredictable. You don't know uh, how you're gonna feel at any moment in time. You don't know how your body's gonna react or respond to anything at any given point in time. you know, that that makes it hard to plan or schedule things because it seems like then everything is delayed, right? Because you don't know, maybe all of a sudden, bang, a wave hits and and what you would hope to accomplish or hope to do gets pushed back because you had to spend more time in the bathroom than you ever would have liked over the course of a morning or an afternoon. And so... You know, I, I think that's also partially why I don't talk about it uh, a great deal, um, because you know there is a certain degree of embarrassment uh, that goes with it, and and I I, I wouldn't even say uh, a shame, um, because I don't I I'm not I'm not ashamed of the fact uh, that that this is happening um but it is i carry this weight by myself a lot of the time Uh, you know and we've talked a lot here on the show about how that's not the best course of action but you know there are times when i i just feel bad right i feel bad not just physically um but there are times when I can feel I feel like I'm a burden uh, on the people around me, because uh, because this is what I'm dealing with, right? So let's say like, let's say I want to sit down with my family and watch a movie, right? If this happens to hit right then and there, everybody who has wanted to watch this movie now has to sit and wait. For me to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. And um you know, and, and and they don't say it, right? But you can you can sense it, right? You can feel it. You feel like they're you know, they're inconvenienced. And um you know, and that doesn't feel great on my shoulders because uh, there's there's nothing that i can do about it and from that you know i think that ratchets up uh, my anxiety about certain things um, from time to time because i'm worried and concerned about how my body is going to react or respond at any given point in time because it seems to have a mind of its own i don't have any control over it I, I can't, can't make it uh, do what I want it to do from time to time. And so to know that it is almost working against me, um, you know, that's a tough one. And, and, and it's really hard to, to go through that, you know, from day to day. Uh, on top of that, you know, because I, I've tried to do some reading up on it, try to figure out like what may or may not, you know trigger it or uh, inflame it. And you know, and sometimes it's it's stress and anxiety, which is sort of a, a catch 22, right? I'm stressed and 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 anxious. About how my body is going to respond and how that affects my 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 day, my life, other people's lives, and and the flip side of that is that that in and of itself may at times make that worse. So I'm stuck, right? I'm 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 caught between a rock and a hard place. And, you know, on top of that, you know, to make matters worse, because why wouldn't we, right? Why wouldn't we just pile on uh, this, 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 just dumpster fire that's going on uh, in my insides? Um, You know, my insurance, my medical insurance at one point had to, had to switch. And... Uh, This is not typically, the medication that I have to take uh, for this is typically not covered by insurance. What What I have come to learn is that if you have really any type of gastrointestinal issue and have to take medication to sort of manage through it, insurance doesn't really want to pay for that and it becomes incredibly expensive. And so, towards the end of the year, when I kind of found out how much things cost, um, not covered by insurance, uh, I I kind of didn't take my medication for a, a stretch of time because I felt bad about how much it cost. And you know when people talk about like how the insurance industry and the healthcare industry in this country suck, um, they're right. And you know I've been on that belief train for a long period of time, and that's before I was really directly affected by it. Now that I am directly affected by it. I know that it sucks. I am fully confident that it sucks. And I continue to double down on the fact that the whole thing from top to bottom sucks. Because even though I'm supposed to take this, and even with my wife telling me, just go get it, we'll figure it out, I feel bad myself about requiring my family to pay for that out of pocket and I just said well you know what I'll just I'll just I'll manage I'll deal I'll just I'll I'll, I'll just I'll just plow through i'll suck it up right and just and just hope that it goes away right that, that, that this that it goes into remission for a little bit and this is just kind of a wave and i'll just ride the wave out to the end you know why, why should i feel like that but i do I shouldn't feel bad for having to to, to get medication to treat something. But I do knowing the cost of it. And so, of course, you know, a flare-up happens and now i got to deal with it even more and it's not great. And so what I went to uh, my doctor more recently, he said, you know what? like it's been about a year. Let's go. let's do another colonoscopy. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if it's the same. Let's see if it's worse. Let's let's see what's let's see what's going on up there. And so uh, while I was doing my prep uh, over the course of the weekend, I made mention of the fact that this was not fun. And and I was for the first time, I think I was a little bit more willing to talk openly and honestly about you know what my affliction is. And um and a weird thing happened. <laughs> it it became an entire conversation amongst a number of people about them getting their colonoscopy done and it was it was one of those weird things it was one of those weird things because it was it ran parallel to things that we talk about here on the show which is that here is this thing that at some point in time everybody should do right they don't have to do it but medically right it's it's recommended it's a good preventative measure for for other issues and yet, we never talk about it. Nobody ever talks about it. Nobody talks about the fact that they put you out and they stick a camera uh, up your butt and look around your insides. Nobody talks about it. And 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 so while that's happening, like the first time, the first time I did it, they gave me this this horrible, nasty drink. It is. I, 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 the first couple sips are not bad, but you have to drink it like twice over the course. Like there are two different portions of it. You have to drink it over the course of like 30 minutes. It is almost impossible to choke this thing down. For some reason, it's like thick. Why do they have to make it so thick? It's horrible. It's nasty. And so after the fact, I learned that they, they have pills that do the same thing a lot of pills. It's like 24 tablets you have to take in two doses of 12. But I was able to recommend it to other people who didn't know about it and they were like, oh, well, that sounds better than taking this nasty drink. We're having a conversation about colonoscopies amongst a number of people. But the other thing the other thing that came out for me, just sort of being open and honest about the fact that this is where I was at, this is what I was having to do, was people reached out to me, A, to see if I was okay. And and, and this wasn't like me, uh, you know, begging for any type of attention. They were just like, hey, like, I just, is everything, is everything okay? Like you're doing all right? Is there, you know, you got something going on? Like they just, they wanted to check in and see where things were at and in those conversations I learned from a number of people that they themselves were also dealing with with some type of stomach issue. And I don't know how public they are really about their issues. But at least here on a, on a one on a one connection, right? A one on one conversation, they were willing to disclose and talk about it and say, hey, like, this is what I have going on. And these are the concerns. And this is what I'm dealing with. And in those moments, it made me at least feel a little bit better. To be perfectly honest, it did. Because much like we talk about uh, here on the show in in terms of uh, feeling alone, feeling by yourself, feeling that nobody understands, feeling unseen, feeling unheard, you know, how how that is uh, a big part sometimes... Of when we have the negative feelings about ourselves, this kind of ran in the same course. And sure, I'm I, I'm positive that there are tons of people out there in the world who also struggle and suffer with uh, ulcerative colitis or Crohn's or or IBS or any number of of gut issues. I just don't really know any of them. I think I know one. I know one. And it's not something that we talk about regularly. But over the course of several hours, uh, I learned that there were several that I knew. And we talked about what what our struggles were. I'm not the only person that feels bad about having it and, and, and really not necessarily about having it but how having it affects the people around me. And not that we sat around and commiserated with one another. But it it helped. It helped to know that there was somebody else out there who understood me. And by the same token, uh, I think it helped them to know that there was somebody else out there who they knew who understood them. And what they were going through. You know, we we I'm not afraid to talk about it right now. I I wouldn't say that I was I've been in denial about it for the last a year or so, but it, it it's more been like let's just let's just keep it quiet and not talk about it. And I don't know, maybe just wish and hope that somehow magically goes away. Which is not realistic. It's not. It's not realistic by any stretch of the imagination. And at some point in the process, I I really just wound up settling into acceptance. And not necessarily like a good acceptance. You know, there are times when it feels, no pun intended, shitty to know that this is where my life is at with this. Not in like the grand existential way. But like with this. It sucks to know that that this is a place that my life has settled into. Especially knowing that I can't do anything about it. I can really only hope for the best. And hope one day is better than the next or the last but at least i think in coming to terms with the fact that i have it and accepting it it has now made me a little bit more willing to be open and honest about it you know and it took me a little bit to get to that place Right? Just like we've talked about here on the podcast before. Even to talk about the things that I talk about here on the show regularly. It took me a while to get to this place where I feel okay opening up and being vulnerable and talking about these things. That's why I encourage other people to do the same. Because I think that it can be helpful and it can be beneficial. And not just to yourself. Yes, it can absolutely be cathartic to yourself and therapeutic to yourself to just get these things out there in the world, to not have to hold them in, to not have to bottle them up, to not have to be quiet about them. And in doing that, in doing so, it can be therapeutic and beneficial to other people who are also dealing with something similar, except they don't know that there is other people out there also dealing with it. They think they're the only one. They feel all by themselves. And just knowing, just knowing is somewhat of a relief. Please talk about the things that you're dealing with. And sure, there are going to be things that come up that are embarrassing or that that you feel shame about, fear judgment over. I've been there, and I know and it's hard. It is so hard to go to the other side of that. But when you do, it's such a release. There is this immense weight that's just lifted off of your shoulders to say, you know what? This is, this is me. This is me and this is my life. This is what I deal with. This is who I am. And there will be people who will say, you know what? I'm picking up what you're putting down. I identify with that. That resonates with me. I connect with that. You know, we talk so much, I don't talk about it. Because I hate the word, to be perfectly honest. But especially as of late, there's been like this major push about everybody. Like, everybody has to be authentic. And, and authenticity is such an amazing thing. And being genuine. You know, and I've tried to, to live my life that way, always. But yeah, there are things that you you, you keep behind the curtain. But I, I find it amazing, though, that we're kind of just in this push where everybody's like, fuck it, whatever. Just put it all out there. Who cares? If you don't like it, what? I'm, I'll just move on. We're moving on. My life continues without you. But there are so many more people that connect to your truth than then I think we wind up realizing. And so my gut, <laughs> this one is the intuitive sense, tells me to let it out. In that case, that's also kind of the physical one too. I hope you do your best to just keep living your truth you got one life life's too short to keep keep things in the dark for yourself just be you holy the good, the bad, and the ugly Cause there are going to be people who appreciate that and who understand there are going to be people that you understand right back and sometimes that just makes it all worth it And on that note, I'll call time. All right, thanks for riding with me this week. I uh, know this one was a little uh, unconventional, so to speak, but um, but as always, I always I appreciate uh, you you listen to my truth. And, and what I'm what I'm dealing with and what I'm struggling with and so uh, tip of the cap to you for, for coming along on this with me as always um, alright uh, let me make sure that you get all the information as usual um, as I send you on your way I'm gonna be gone over the course of the next couple of days uh, I got a wedding to attend so I'm, I'm actually getting on a plane for the first time in who knows how long I'm going to Florida. Whew. Gonna need my head examined. All right. Uh, let's get you everything you need to know, though, so that while I'm gone, uh, you can take me up on some of these things. All right. Uh, Getting Old Quickly shirts and apparel. Uh, they're available at teespring.com slash gettingoldquickly. 10% of the profits go to NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So score yourself some sweet swag. Help out a good cause teespring.com slash getting old quickly for your getting old quickly shirts and apparel email address here at the show. That's getting old quickly pod at gmail.com getting old quickly pod at gmail.com question, comment, feedback, concern, send it in. I'll read it. I'll get your response back. And there we go. So that's the way to contact the show getting old quickly pod at gmail.com podcast can be found in all the usual podcast spots. Pick your favorite and subscribe or follow the show i don't know which terminology goes to where but either way it's free you can listen to the show for free all the time and uh, subscribing or following the show really just means that when new episodes of getting old quickly drop every single monday that they are right there waiting for you to listen to at your earliest convenience don't gotta look for them search for them hunt for them nothing it's right there so subscribe or follow make your life easier uh, and if you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you rate the show, that is greatly appreciated because I pff, I need outside validation. And it, you know, makes me feel good. Uh, and on Apple Podcasts, you can review, review the show as well. So uh, if you feel like it, do it. Once again, outside validation, mm, I can't help it. Uh, it's important to me. Uh, Social media, you can check out any of our social media handles on Facebook. You can actually listen to the show there if you want. Facebook.com slash gettingoldquickly. On Instagram, at gettingoldquickly. And on Twitter, at gettingoldquick. I don't update either of those with any sort of regularity. But um, in case one day I change my mind and do, well, then there you are. And, of course, make sure you tell your family, friends, loved ones, anybody that you think may get something out of these shows. Well, let them know so that they can start listening as well. And uh, and finally, um, you know, uh we lost lost another one uh this past week. So, um So look, if if you find yourself in a in a dark place in crisis mode, you feel like you don't you don't have a way out. That you, you, a family member, a friend, a loved one, whoever. Um, that's why the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline exists. One 273 talk. That's one 8255 If you need somebody to talk to, somebody is available there twenty four seven for those moments. So, so please, uh, if if you if you're in that headspace. Please use this resource. That's why it is there. That is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. On that note, uh, I'm going to go catch a plane and I'll see you back here next week to talk about whatever else is rattling around in my brain. I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It just kind of happens.